0: Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and my purpose is to help women grow their online businesses, influence, and income with ease. I've built a multiple six-figure business on social media and have mentored now thousands of women across multiple industries on how to do the same. If you're ready to drop the excuses, learn all the juicy secrets, and step fully into the six figure and beyond boss that you're meant to be, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Hello, welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I am so happy you are here. I have gotten a few requests lately about podcasts and wanting to hear more about my experience uh, hosting a podcast and how I got started because I've shared things along the way recently in stories about how this show is currently doing and how awful I was in the beginning. So I think there's some curiosity around that, like how long until I got comfortable podcasting and what I did to get better and just all the things. And I think it's such this really my story with podcasting can be applied truly to any area of business because it was something that I had zero experience in. It was something that I I, I wasn't qualified to do, I guess. I mean, I guess if you have a voice, but I I had never really spoken before. I hadn't even Created much content before I started the podcast. So I really had such little experience when I got started and here we are three years in. So again, I think like this, my evolution with the Six Figure Influencer Podcast can be applied. Uh, The concepts and um, the things I'm going to be sharing can be applied to so many different areas, whether you want, whether you're on the fence or thinking about starting a podcast or maybe a YouTube channel, or maybe just showing up more consistently on Instagram or starting a TikTok or whatever the thing may be. If there's something that you're like, okay, maybe I should do that, but who am I to do that? I don't have any experience. I'm, I'm awful at that currently. This is definitely an episode that you want to listen to, because when I tell you I was the worst (laughs) in the beginning of my podcast experience. And I mean, the worst. Okay, so let's just go ahead and get into it. So I started this Six Figure Influencer in, I believe it was March, March March-ish, 2019. So we're coming up on three years in the podcast, uh, in, in this space, which is so freaking crazy in some ways that feels like a lot. In other ways, it feels like I've been doing it for 10 years. So now that I'm 145 episodes in and I've shown up almost every single week, I think we've missed in total two weeks where I didn't post anything, maybe just one. I don't know, one or two weeks total out of 3 weeks or out of 3 years that I haven't posted an episode. And there were a few weeks that we reshared older episodes and we didn't count those. So lots of time, right? Like lots of time sitting here talking into a microphone, sharing my heart and talking to to nobody. <laughs> um so so yeah, I've I have learned a freaking lot over the past 3 years and i'm really proud because in the beginning and i'll get more into this in a second but in the beginning like i said i was i was bad and i'm not i'm not just saying that in like a funny self-deprecating way i mean like it was so bad that i had to script every single episode. And I know some people do that and just prefer that. Like I think Jenna Kutcher shared once that she did that. And I think that's where I got the idea. I was like, Ooh, okay. That's what I need to do. But it wasn't because that's what I wanted to do. It was because if I was going to share a sentence that actually made sense, (laughs) I had to write it out in front of me because when I would get in front of a mic three years ago, I would just freeze and I would go blank. And it was like my brain stopped working and it was awful. Okay. So coming from that to where I am now, which I I have found a bit of a flow and I'll, I'll share like what that means to me. But now that I'm here, it's really cool because I'm not one who like really cares about podcast numbers because this is like when I started the podcast, it was never like, "Ooh, I, I want to be one of the top or I mean, that would be great. Don't get me wrong. But it was never something that I was like, OK, if I'm going to do this, I have to be top of the charts. I have to monetize an X amount of time. It was never like that. It was always purely because I wanted I knew so many of you listen to podcasts and I constantly listen to podcasts. So it just made sense. It just made sense. And it was a way for me to create consistently off of Instagram and Facebook. So that's why I did it. And now three years in, I looked at the numbers recently on um, Libsyn, which is the platform that we host the podcast on. And if we stay at the numbers that we're at now, which I don't see why we wouldn't unless we increase, then we're going to hit a million downloads this year. A million like that's in my world that's a lot i'm really really excited about that and that that's not unique downloads that's not individual people that's just like you know if you've listened to five total episodes then you, that counts toward the million do you see what i'm saying so it could be like the same person so if somebody's listened to 100 episodes then thank you because you are inching me closer to that number and it's totally arbitrary. Like, not I don't think a million means a thing, but it just feels really cool and it feels really significant for me. And I'm really proud of it. So I just want to kind of paint that picture before we dive in, because w- w- let's just say we've come a long way. <laughs> we have come a really, really long way. And I didn't know if I would still be podcasting right now. I mean, I I don't know. I never like I never really thought about quitting, but as bad as I was, if somebody had told me, hey, you're still going to be doing this in three years, I might have cried like no. (laughs) So anyway. okay. so this is my story and how I got into podcasting. And then we'll just I'll give you the the real and dirty of it all. So this, okay. I started in what year? Uh, 2019. And like I said, I mean, prior to this, I listened to podcast. I've been listening to podcasts, uh, since like 2016, because I used to commute from Knoxville to where we live now. And you can only listen to so much music sometimes. So I started listening to business podcasts and became hooked. So I've always been a fan. And around that time, it was like, it was i think one of the first moments where a lot of people were starting podcasts like it feels now like everybody and their mom is starting a podcast and uh, and i think this was like the first surge of that where it was like people were realizing that anybody could start one and it's not that hard and a lot more people were jumping on the bandwagon. So let's say it was like 2018 when it kind of seemed like a lot more people were doing that. And I always thought, man, it would be really cool to have a podcast. Like I I always liked the idea and and I, I knew, like I, I knew I would probably have one, but it wasn't the right time because Cruz was born in 2018. Uh, that year I was a hot mess, you know, barely getting any sleep, trying to build an audience for this business broke as a freaking joke. And, um, to add a podcast in there, was, was, there was just absolutely no way. So I thought, okay, maybe in a couple of years, I'll start a podcast and then fast forward a few months to the beginning of January or the beginning of 2019, which is probably January. I I remember it very clearly. I was on a walk with Cruz and the dogs and I don't, I just had like this feeling in my gut. All of a sudden it was like, oh, it's time to start a podcast. Just out of nowhere. It it was, it wasn't like I, I had really been thinking about it. I think I was listening to one at the time. And then just at that moment, it just clicked and it was like, it's time. It's time to go. You need to reach out to Kate. And at the time I had been working with Kate, she was in, um, so if you don't know, if you're new, um, Kate and her husband, Philip, are the editors of this podcast and they help me. Um, they, I, I record, that's all I do, and then I upload it and they handle everything else, which is freaking incredible. So Kate at the time was in my mastermind I've known her since high school. She's a dear friend of mine. And I had recently learned that she and Philip helped people with podcasts. Like now she has a huge agency, like a hugely respected and very successful agency. But at the time, this was something that they were just kind of like, you know, it was just kind of a a side hustle for them that they helped with podcasts. And I, I knew that you know, kind of in the back of my head. And, you know, so my, my first thought was like, okay, it's time. And I need to reach out to Kate. So I reached out to her. I told her like, Hey, I think I'm ready to do this. And they were freaking amazing. They hopped right on it. And within a month or two, we were live. So it happened really fast. I named it the six figure influencer and I've shared this before and I'll share it again because it just kind of gives you an idea of my mindset at the time and how I, (laughs) how um, optimistic I was. So obviously we know the title of the podcast and I don't know what, like where I got that idea. I don't know. I think I, I think I named a program that, I can't remember what came first because I used to have a Facebook group. I don't anymore, which I know in the podcast it says join the Facebook group. I got to take that off. Um, But I can't remember what came first, the podcast or the Facebook group. But I had something already that I named Six Figure Influencer. And I was like, I freaking love that title. I think that should be the title. But the funny thing about that was at the time, I myself was not a Six Figure Influencer. My business at the time was barely profitable, barely. 2018 we closed the year with 5k in revenue. And then 2019 it was a very different story, but at the time when I started the podcast, I mean, I was like, am I really am I really going to name this the six-figure influencer when I've made no money, (laughs) but I knew that I could. I, and, and I was like, no, I, I know, I know, I know what I'm doing. I know that I'm going to hit that. And I had full trust and faith in my capabilities. So I was like, all right, YOLO, we're going to name it Six Figure Influencer. But I of like, of course, had the thought like, holy crap, what if what if I don't and what if people find me out and I'm like this massive fraud because I start this podcast and I never hit six figures. So it was pretty funny, but we hit it. We hit six figures by, I think, July, June or July. And uh, and yeah, so that was cool. But anyway, OK, So we start the podcast. And like I said, I scripted every single episode. And this was a when I first started, it was a really rough season because at this point, I finally kind of got my business off the ground. I finally I had clients. I had a mastermind. I was booked. Finally. Also, this is before we had any help around the house. Like right now if you listen to the podcast, I'm I am like the biggest fan of cleaners. We have the most amazing cleaners. They come twice a week. I actually just hired another cleaner <laughs> to also come on some days in between. I don't even care. It's the best investment ever. And but this was prior prior to cleaners, prior to a nanny, prior to anything. Uh Chris at the time he was not working from home. So he was commuting into Nashville. So I was growing a business, taking care of my uh 1-year-old. Barely sleeping. I mean, we we had started sleeping at yeah, he had started to sleep by then. So that was that was nice. But it was it was a really stressful time for me. Really stressful. And I, I can't tell you how many times I sat down, I was sitting down in my closet trying to record an episode, starting and stopping, starting and stopping, starting and stopping for hours, hours, and I would be in absolute tears. When I tell you, like when it was time to record a podcast, I had to make sure I had at least two hours to record maybe a 30, 45 minute episode. There were some times where it took me longer because again, I I would script. And actually if I was before, okay, so before I even started scripting, it would take me that long because again, I would like stop every two seconds, I would edit. So I hired editors right out the gate. I hired Caitlin and Philip immediately. But even so, I would go and I would edit it myself after every few words. Like if I took a deep breath or if I swallowed or if I did the, the thing that I do that makes a noise whenever I talk that some people can't stand, <laughs> apparently, um, I would just like go back and I was I was manic about it. And then, and and again, I would just be in tears. And then finally I said, okay, I just need to script these things. So what I started doing, and I would have to start a few days before I would record because I would have to, my, my episodes were really long at the time. And then like trying to script yourself in the way that you actually talk. So I'd have to like write and read it out loud and then edit it and then read out loud. I, Ooh, you know what I'm going to do? I will share how can I do this? Cause I still have the scripts. How could I share that with you? Hmm. Maybe I'll, I'll share it in my stories and I'll make a highlight. So if you listen to this in the future, just go look at my highlights on Instagram at ali I Reeves, but the, the scripts themselves would be like five, six pages long, <laughs> something freaking insane. And then when I would go to sit down and record it, I would still like if I didn't read it in the way like if I was like oh it sounds like I'm reading or again if I breathed too hard or if I was just like a freaking human, if it sounded like a human was reading it, I would go back and I would delete and I would re I would re-record. That is the level of insecurity, like insecurity that I had fear of being judged or being made fun of. Just torture. I mean, like that sounds dramatic, but I did it to myself. I fully, fully did it to myself. I think I scripted myself probably, probably 10 or 20 episodes, somewhere around there. And then finally It was taking so long just to get one episode out. I had to have it come to Jesus with myself and just like say, okay, either I figure out how to speak on a mic and say full sentences without stopping, or I'm gonna have to give this up because it was, I did like when I tell you I did not have this time. I was doing it on the weekends when I should have been with my family because there was no other time to do it. It was awful. Chris was like, what are you doing? (laughs) I was like, I don't know. So anyway, finally, it got to the point where I slowly but surely was able to make just notes for myself. And to this day, that's what I do. So right now we record video. So I use a program Like I'm staring at myself talking right now. And then off to the right, I have the notes, like my note app on my computer pulled up. And I have just uh, like a few notes so I don't forget. Like, so I have like a timeline of what I want to talk about in, in the episode so I don't forget and I stay on track because that's hard sometimes. So I finally like warmed up to that. But even then... I want to say it wasn't until probably two years in, and this is just my experience, so don't let this freak you out, but for me, I don't think it was two years in until I found some level of flow with the podcast where I could record an episode and not stop 20 times and edit myself or like stop. I mean, I would, I would like get 10 minutes in and scrap it and start all over. It was so frustrating. But that was just that is where I was at. And it it's so it's so crazy because, again, it like all of that boiled down to this fear of judgment and this fear that it wouldn't be good enough and you wouldn't like it or you would get annoyed by how I talked or how I said certain things, or I I felt like I sounded dumb, you know, and it, it was all purely out of fear that I, I made myself crazy over the recording of this. So anyway, two years in, and again, that's just my experience. Two years in, I finally got a little more comfortable and and, you know, it, it just over time, it gets easier, just like anything else, just like anything else. Right. And I have it's really cool because I've worked with several women now, I would say probably five or six or seven women now I've worked with that have started podcasts and like while we work together, which is really, really neat. And usually the reason why is because they're like, one day I want to have a podcast. Like in the next five years, I want to have a podcast. And I'm like, why are we waiting for five years? (laughs) And they're like, well, isn't it hard? And I'm like, no, like literally any idiot could start a podcast. Like it's so easy to start a podcast. So if you want to do it, go, you know, as long as you have the time to do it, why not? And they're like, okay. And then I connect in with Kate and Philip, and they're off to the races. So that's really neat. But whenever they're asking about that, they're like, well, is it hard? I I'm not, you know, I don't feel like I'm good on camera. So how would I be, be on on a podcast? And the way I explain it is the way I would explain anything, whether it's a podcast, whether again, like, let's say you have a fear of video, like I used to, or, you want to get better at reels but you think you suck right now or you want to get started with tiktok but you don't know how it all works like it's the same across the board with anything you cannot get better at something that you don't try right and it's just like like one of my favorite analogies for this is riding a bike or swimming right like before you knew how to ride a bike when you looked at a bike you're like people are insane like why would anybody get on that thing and Like try not to die. That you're insane, and then you get on, and the first few times you're going to fall, you're going to stumble, you're going to look awkward as heck. You're not going to be a pro, you know. But then eventually, it becomes second nature to you, and and that's just like with anything else. But I think where so many people hurt themselves is they make a decision based on their level of experience at that moment or their fear at that moment. Do you see what I'm saying? They're like, okay, I want to do like, I have, I have a feeling I want to start a podcast, but who am I to do that right now? Maybe I should wait until I have more experience, or maybe I should wait until I'm better on video or I'm better at speaking. And it's like, you're not, you're not going to get better. How would you get better at podcasting until you start speaking into a mic every single freaking week. Same thing with anything else. So that's just my experience. You know, you can't learn how to swim from l- watching other people swim. You have to jump at the pool. So that's that's the way that I feel about it. And, and that's just been true for me in, in anything that I've done in business, including podcasting. It, but still, that that being said, I am better. What I mean by that is I can record a full episode and not stop. That is such a win for me. <laughs> like the fact that I haven't stopped this episode, I've just been talking and and not worried about it. That has been such that's massive for me. Um, but that being said, I still cannot listen back to podcast episodes most of the episodes I record, I I, I think about retracting before they go live (laughs) because I'm like, "Uh, I don't know if it's good enough. Did I explain that well? Did I do that justice? I am still my own worst critic when it comes to a lot of things that I create. And I think that's kind of human nature. You know, very rarely do I get done recording an episode. I'm like, man, I nailed that. Very, it does happen sometimes, but other times, usually I'm I'm feeling a little insecure about it. But what's so incredible, and it's such a God wink, I know it is, I know this is a gift from God because every single episode that I've felt insecure about that I've thought about deleting or thought about not submitting, but I do it anyway. Every single one, I end up getting at least one of the most thoughtful, kind messages from somebody speaking about that specific episode, talking about how it helped them in some way or how it was so valuable for them. And it's like, I mean, every single time. And I'm like, wow, you know, and it just kind of it puts you at ease and it's like, okay, maybe I'm not as awful as I as I think. And it just goes to show that people. They don't care so much about a perfect delivery or the most supreme audio experience or whatever they like. They just people just care about the value. Right. Like if you show up and you're actually trying, and you're actually, you have your heart in it, and, and you're not just like, you know, I, I mean, we've all heard podcasts where it's just like, it's a little fluffy, right? And then, you know, and people that like actually try, and it just goes to show that people can get over the things that you judge the most about yourself. Like most people don't even notice it. So that has been such a gift for me and has lended to my very slow build and confidence as a podcaster. So thank you to those of you who have reached out or have left a review. It, it like it really, really matters. So if you ever have the time, if you have a podcaster or a YouTuber or just somebody on Instagram that they just... They add value to your world and you enjoy listening to them or watching them regularly Take a minute to let them know because I personally that's something i'm awful at Awful before I started a podcast like I never left reviews and I would listen to people back-to-back week like religiously love them like changed my business my life and I just you 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 think like oh it doesn't matter like it they won't notice it's just a drop in the bucket for them you know they they get so so much feedback already but from my experience it matters so just just a little side note there okay so if you are thinking about specifically starting a podcast I'm going to give you some pros and some cons honestly from my honest experience. Just in case you're thinking about it. So lots of pros. Number one, super easy to start. And I recommend if you are going to get started with a podcast, number one, pick a lane. You know, have have a good idea of what you want to do and confidence that you want to stay there for a minute. Cause you what you don't want to do is start one and then and then switch it up and then switch it up again. So if you aren't quite sure of your business and that you want to stay in that industry for a while, Yeah, obviously things pivot and things change. And my business looks very different than what it did three years ago in terms of like the type of content I share and the, uh, the type of programs that I offer. But I've been able to keep it under the online business umbrella, which has been nice. So I think like, Make sure you you know your lane ish for the most part, um, and and make sure you have the space to do it. And then I would say, personally, I say hire somebody right out the gate to edit it for you, right out the gate, unless you enjoy editing audio hand it off. Like there are people like Kate and Philip, And if you ever want to be connected with them, just message me happy to connect to you. I do it all the time, but there are people out there where this is what they do and they're really good at it. And, and even back in 2019, when we started, I, it was, it was a big expense for me. It was something that I was honestly, quite frankly, nervous that I'd be able to afford because it was you know a couple hundred a month at least. So, and it varies across the board depending on who you're working with and how long your episodes are and the frequency and, you know, so many different factors. So, so that's what I would recommend is like hire an editor, have the time, pick your lane. If you have those things, why not start now? Because the sooner that you start, the sooner you can get better and build an audience for your show which is really cool whenever that starts to happen. So that's the number one pro or like, I guess, how you would do it. Um, number two, the second pro I would say for podcasting is consistent content. I don't show up on Instagram nowadays. I, I mean, besides my stories, I'm really consistent in stories. But as far as posting... I don't follow a strategy. I don't believe in that anymore. I used to. Things used to be very different, but I've just seen that it's not absolutely necessary to follow a very strict strategy unless you absolutely want to. So I but but that being said, I believe and I know from experience how important it is to show up consistently with your content somewhere. So the podcast Like right out the gate, it was, it was, I was dedicated to it. Like it's no matter what, no matter when I have to record, like this is going to get in every single week. And I've stood, I've I've stuck with that again, with the exception of a couple weeks. And, um, and it's allowed me to, to be incredibly consistent over a period of time with content that I own, that's out, that is indexable and, Um, is another way for people to, to discover me, which is another pro, right? Like I might not be found on Instagram by somebody random, but I get found all the time by new people for the podcast or from the podcast, which is very cool. I would say one of the biggest pros about the podcast is the authority and the credibility that it has lended me probably before i deserved it actually definitely before <laughs> before i deserved it cuz like i said when i first started i mean i was still very green with this business yes i had grown a business before and and i i felt very confident that that this is this was going to work out for me but to show up as a podcaster, the six-figure influencer, and to plant that flag, like, yeah, listen to me. And I knew what I, I knew what I was talking about. I, I really, really did. But what I started to notice, and this was early on, what I started to notice is people just seemed to take me a little bit more serious. And I don't know how to explain it any other way. I could just tell by how some people approached, by some of the messages I got, by, yeah, I mean, it was really that, it was just like, wow, like all of a sudden, it just kind of lend it, it just increased my authority a lot, I think, a lot faster than that would have happened without a podcast, which we love that. And then another pro that I have listed here is, again, the reason why I I started it in the first place was that it's a super easy way, easy meaning easy for you to share value and serve my people. So I knew how much I liked podcasts. There's nothing better than be able to clean your house And learn about business or drive to the store or wherever or commute or wherever and learn at the same time. Nothing better than that. So that was it was a no brainer for me. And I would say that's the biggest pro. The fact that I can sit here and give you value and you can multitask and do other things and still learn at the same time versus on Instagram. You need all the senses in check. Right. So those are the pros let me think. Is there any other pros? Oh, well, I was going to mention that in a con. I guess another, uh, another pro, which I've kind of already touched on is how many times I've been discovered from the podcast by dream clients, which happened kind of early, which was really neat. Cause you never know, you never know when, when you're going to hit a level where people are following you and, and trusting you and, and kind of, cause you know, new podcasts, not some, how, how do I say this? You know, when you come across a new podcast, you're like, I don't know, it's really new. I don't know if it's good, but whenever you see a more seasoned podcast, you're at least I'm more likely to give it a shot because it's been around a minute. It has a certain amount of, uh, reviews. So just being, I've, I've been found by, by some incredible women all around but many of whom who have worked with me just from finding the podcast which that was definitely one of my goals and one of my drivers for also starting it like yes of course I wanted to give you value but obviously I I hoped that there was going to be something in it for me business-wise and That's been one of the, like an incredible perk is how many times I've been found by, by women that I genuinely love working with cons. There's actually only two. So the first con is, and I don't even know if this counts, but it's another thing on the list to do, which is to me, it's, it's worth it a hundred percent. Because of all the pros, because of all the things that I've been able to do because of the podcast. So, but but again, you know, especially in the beginning when you're not that good, like it's an it's gonna be another thing on your list that you gotta push through. So I guess we could kind of count that as a con. And then the last con is, and this is just my experience, but up until recently, it was a straight up expense. Because I pay for editors and time and that's it. But, but, you know, I wasn't bringing money in from it. I don't monetize it. I don't run ads on it. Maybe one day we'll, we'll look into it. I haven't been in any rush to, to do that, but it was, it was a complete loss of expense until recently because one of my private clients found me through the podcast signed with me it was the first thing that she ever signed up for was working with me private and that investment i did the math and i wasn't sure but i did the math and it pretty much like pushed me in the uh like made the podcast profitable if that makes sense based on like on average what i've been spending a month in expenses for the podcast like what she spent to work with me privately basically like surpassed that, which was really, really neat. And I, and I know she's not the only one. I know a few, many other women who have found me through the podcast and then ended up signing up at some point. So that's just one. So up until recently, it was totally an expense. So if that's something that you're worried about, it's something to consider, but if you keep at it, you will be discovered. And if you have offers in place, people will want to work with you. So it will come. You don't know when, but it's if you keep going, it's definitely something that you can look forward to on the horizon. So if you can't tell already, I'm a huge proponent for podcasting. I really and I get the thought because I know I hear this all the time. Well, it's so saturated. Everybody has a podcast and it does feel like everybody is starting one. But who cares? Because here's the deal cream rises to the top. Okay. If you stick at it and you show up every week and you actually try, you actually try and it may not be the best work, right? Like my first few podcasts, I'm sure some episodes I put out now, some of you are like, no, (laughs) but if you actually try and you keep showing up, you're going to get better. Just like with anything else. And again, like the people pay attention, like people notice the people that actually try. So if you're giving value and you keep showing up, you will be found. It'll become worth it. I I fully, fully believe that. So if you're on the fence, I say go for it. I really do. I don't say that about a lot of things. And this could be for podcasting, TikTok, YouTube, like whatever that thing is, any kind of long form content give it a shot, but commit to it. I think that is the magic behind it all. When you're fully committed to it, regardless of how hard it is in the beginning, you're going to get better and people will take notice. And in my experience, it has been beyond worth it. And I am so thankful. For that decision that I made three years ago, even though it really didn't make sense at the time. I'm so glad that I just said F it. (laughs) I'm just gonna go for it, yellow, because it's it's literally paid off and it brings me a lot of joy now. And I know that it helps a lot of you too. And for that, I am very thankful. So anyway. I hope this brought you value today. If so, please let me know. Leave a review if you enjoyed this. If you didn't, just keep it moving. It's okay. And let me know. Reach out to me on Instagram, whatever you want to do. I love hearing from you. And I will see you here next week. Bye. Hey, friend. Thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on your social media or with your team, or even better dropping me a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Don't forget, if you're looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Allie I Reeves. And or you can join us in the free Six Figure Influencer Facebook group. See you back here next week.